0: Hello and uh, welcome to The Bottom Line. Uh, we're going to continue the discussion from the last program. I personally am finding it fascinating and and between times um, I, I heard from Dr. Greg that his mind is like a filing cabinet now because he's got so much information, has been investigating and been involved in this both in Uh, ministry as well for many many years but before we get into it and pick up from where we left off let me read the scripture to you from Ephesians 6 chapter 10. Uh, Paul writing in this letter says finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. I I, I have to say, Greg, I'm not sure, in all the years I've I've been in ministry, and, and probably you too, I'm not sure that Christians are always geared up to deal with these things which makes them vulnerable Uh, and I I don't remember how often I've heard teaching on putting on the whole armor of God so just in the last program we ended talking about occultism uh, and uh, Greg has been involved in this this whole area for many many years looking into it investigating it ministering into it and so we want to pick that up again I want to know from Greg what he knows about how deep occultism goes in the various nations of the world, particularly while we're here in the U.S. So, Greg, can you enlarge a bit on that for us?
1: Well, if we go back to to flashpoint one, which is Lucifer falling from heaven, flashpoint two, Adam and Eve falling into sin, and then you fast forward to the Tower of Babel which was the beginning of this occultic world system. And we read it where it says that they built a tower to reach the heavens. Hmm. Actually, the language says they were were building a tower to reach into the heavenlies. It wasn't height. It was dimensional. Because God, when he closed the door to Eden, said, you can't come back here. Hmm. And the occult world, it's been trying to open that door. Ever since, okay. and have that realm where the fallen angels live in our world in a more active way, because you know we we need to understand the devil's not all powerful; he can only be in one place at one time. Yes. You know, when I hear people yes. say, "Oh, the devil's attacking me. I've got a headache." Well, he's probably not attacking; he's probably somewhere whispering into somebody in Congress's ear that they should do something. <laughs> yeah, you know, more important and stuff. You haven't had enough coffee; that's why well, you got a headache. That's probably a, yeah, yeah. it's a demon right. of no caffeine. Or <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they, they, they. they There's a reality of how much Satan is limited by what he could do. So he has, and Ephesians is very clear, powers, principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. Why are they in high places? Because they cannot have full access here. That's why when Daniel talked to uh, the angel, he said, I'm battling the prince over Persia, Mm. over Persia, because there is a limit to their access so everything the occult does tries to open up the doors of the supernatural world, of God's realm uh, to try to use it for nefarious purposes. So the Tower of Babel was basically the center of all one world religions beginnings and then you fast forward maybe, I mean this is a lot of fast forwarding but you go into the time of uh, Madame Blavatsky who started theosophy and she taught that there were five root races I believe that started the whole world and one of the root races were the Aryans Yes, and from that we can see Adolf Hitler's beginnings because he was so entrenched and trained in the occult and later they actually spoke of the man across the Rhine that they thought perhaps could have been the one they were looking for Mm. so you see even back then that they were looking for that one person to lead everything.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because he used to, uh, as I recall from history, he used to actually consult with mediums about the direction of the war.
1: Absolutely. And his SS men were practicing occultists that took over the Velvetsburg Castle yes. and did rituals uh, down in the basement. So yep. he, he was all in. Yeah. Uh, but obviously failed to reach their goals but it's always been about that man of sin the bible calls the the lawless one that's coming mm. to bring everything into i mean the final flashpoint is going to be the antichrist rising bringing all the world religions together including the false church mm. and that's where it's so important that we cleanse the body of christ because those that are not cleansed by the word of god from all this wickedness are going to fall into this and they're going to follow the antichrist when he comes as being christ returned mm. Yeah, and because they don't have the biblical basis to understand, that's not how it's going to happen. So that's why they're trying to blend all the world religions together, and and say the we're we're all one. You know, we're all in this together, and all those buzzwords. Uh, but Wait, the un- I, I understand,
0: Greg. You you, you may know the, the this. Um, I understand that there's going to be a meeting, d- uh, September 2020, with the Pope and other world religious leaders to discuss the formation of a one-world religion. And based on what you were
1: just saying. I can see that coming. Uh, One of his last homilies that he gave two years ago is where he had a Muslim and a Jewish person and a Christian and a a Hindu all brought out their symbols for God together. And he said, love is the center of it. We're all one because of love. Hmm. And so, you know, we've known this is coming ever since... I was an early Christian. You know, had Hal Lindsey writing *Late yes. Great Planet Earth*. Yes. That guy was so spot on. Yes. You know, God bless him, still out yes. there doing ministry. Yes, but it's all leading to that point. So people have to be uh, acclimated to all things regarding the occult and think of them not as bad things, but as as good things. It's all part of the the whole package. So it's enmeshed in every area, every culture, everywhere. We shouldn't be surprised because the kingdoms of this world now don't belong to Jesus there will come a time where it says the kingdoms of this world will be the kingdom of our Christ Mm. but that's upon his return in the meantime all these things are in place working against Christ to form a world system because Lucifer still thinks he's Lucifer yes he still thinks he's the rightful heir to the throne of God yes and so everything that you see in the world and I, I, I try not to get political so I'm not going to but I can tell you that What's happened in our country politically in the last four years threw off the agenda of the European Union and the Luciferian Center, which is in Belgium, that powers the European Union, set them back like 15 years wow. in bringing us on board to the one world system. I think now because of COVID and because of all the violence in the street, without a miracle from God... We're gonna be right back on schedule and they'll very easily be able to bring us into their system. So we know where it's going, which is a good thing. Mm. Mm. But you have people in all levels of society, and I know in other programs are going to things like Hollywood and the occult and all that, but there's it's in enmeshed in Hollywood, uh people in Congress, uh people in the judicial system. Um I could I could, you know, lose my standing in this city very easily by just describing some of the stuff that's entrenched in this city people in high places yeah. that are not from god that are making ungodly decisions that nobody knows about so it's it's steeped in our society obviously
0: do you th- this is so interesting because um you know you you, you mentioned about belgium etc and, and we, we know you know the part that europe's going to play in the end times and uh, as a, as a as a british person <laughs> Uh, although I don't live there now, but as a British person, I was personally glad to see them get out of the European Union, to be honest. I know they're not fully out yet, but it's, it's coming. Um, and then you mentioned Hollywood. So are we saying here that, in essence, what the enemy of our souls is trying to do, what Luciferianism does, what the occult is doing, is to bring about a whole range of influences in different areas to lead us to the point where the Antichrist will eventually rise up and be seen to be acceptable. And is that why we get so many Hollywood stars getting into the political realm and making their statements about who to support and who not to support and all that kind of thing? Is that all part of that occult stuff?
1: It is, and and the... (laughs) the antichrist system is a multi-headed hydra it's a multi-headed beast and I think Hollywood is one of the major heads of that beast okay uh, because it promotes everything that Satan is about yes from the destruction of normal sexuality to the normalization of pedophilia yes to uh, the 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 all the occult movies that come out music industry the same way so many of these people have made literal commitments of their lives mm-hmm. to the enemy, to get where they are, and some will tell you that very openly, and a lot of it it's very hidden. Yeah, but yeah. I think ho- the voice of Hollywood and the music industry is doing more to brainwash and to destroy a generation of youth than than anything else that's out there. Right,
0: right, and and uh, how deep is this really going, Greg? You you know we got Hollywood. Um, there may be some subjects or some areas you, you, you can't speak on because of, for obvious reasons, wisdom maybe. But how, de- how deep is it going? Is it in government? Is the occult in government as well as in Hollywood and, and, and other uh, institutions?
1: Uh, it is, and it's on different levels. I mean, I know there's some legitimate Christians in government, uh, and I can, you know it's pretty easy to tell who they are, but there's a lot of them that belong to secret societies. And this is the kind of thing that the, uh, if you can say it, fake news want to call conspiracy theories. Mm, mm -hmm. Well, you know, we've been uncovering conspiracies. A conspiracy is simply two people who decide to do something together. And so conspiracies are real. It's figuring out what's real and what's not. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of smokescreen conspiracies. But there are definite cabals of people in government that belong to secret societies that are very old and very ancient, and they're sworn to the secrecy of that. Some of them are a little bit more open, but if you were to open the books of the rosters of people in government that have been part of secret societies, you would find out there's a significant amount of people in in politics and in the judicial system. The judicial system is crucial to, to what they do.
0: Yes, yes. I read somewhere, and I can't quite put my finger on it, and I don't even remember the man's name, but he was very senior in the Secret Service, and he is a practicing uh, witch, I, I guess, would be the, the right term. That sort of thing is going
1: on. It has been for a long time. There was uh, When we were doing a lot of the occult crime investigations, we came toe-to-toe with a uh, lieutenant colonel from the Army who was the designer of the Psychological Warfare Unit, mm. uh, who was... Um, the head of uh, Egyptian uh, temple called Temple of Set, which was across the United States and around the world. And he was committed. He wouldn't call himself a devil worshiper, no. but it was the Egyptian version of that, the god Set. And he had a powerful effect on the military that is ongoing to this day. Um, he's Apparently, we found out he's gone on to his rightful reward. Uh, hope he found Jesus in that last moment. But, yes. uh, but his influence was profound back in the day in the military and continues to where some elements in the military are still using black magic and uh, things like that to accomplish their military goals. That's quite a concern. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, you, uh, and you've been investigating
0: occultism uh, and Luciferianism, etc., cetera, uh, for, I think you said, over 30, over 30 years. years. Um, what conclusions has that led you to?
1: One of the conclusions was, and this is probably we could do a whole another show on this, but between we will yeah in <laughs> 19, yeah in 19, between 1985 and about 1995, there was a wave of occultism, Satanism, witchcraft, you name it, that hit this country and other countries like Great Britain, mm-hmm. like uh, Holland, like I mean we trace this all over the world. Yeah, that like a wave swept over the nations. Uh, And it took a lot of youth with it there were we were that's how we got involved when I moved down here And that's why I got involved because I was still kind of working out some of the stuff from my own Background because it was pretty dark and I knew I came to Jesus, but it was all these years When am I going to talk about it because it's part of my testimony and I found a lady here in El Paso Her name was Sue Joyner, and she had started a little ministry called the watch Network, and she was teaching little classes for for churches on occultism to just warn them about mm-hmm. things and it was at a time when we were on the cusp of this other wave and the next thing you know we're 24 hours a day seven days a week extracting kids out of the occult uh working on ritual child abuse cases in mm-hmm. daycare centers there was a huge one here in this town and we were just knee deep and then we started to get asked to do training for law enforcement Mm -hmm. and we had to just take the little bit of information we had and develop it as we went along so in those 30 years it was a bloodbath I'm going to tell you
0: I can imagine but
1: something happened in 89 where there everything changed because they had somebody within the federal government saying this stuff did not exist Mm. they had a cycle they had a an organization called the False Memory Syndrome Foundation Mm -hmm. that rose up to say children were lying about being abused. Wow. And then we had a Christian newspaper out of Chicago writing a series of articles saying these people that say they came out of the occult are frauds, don't believe any of it. Wow. And they completely gutted us within three years. We went from 250 investigators, um, pastors, uh, safe houses, whatever, therapists, down to, I think there was like five of us at the end uh, of it was, that, yeah, that's it was
0: a, a, that's a serious decline. Isn't yeah, it? it
1: was a very it was very well done. It was a brilliant plan. It worked very well. I'm not applauding them. I'm just saying we no, we I, I didn't understand what we were up against. Now right. we do. But in retrospect, what I learned from it was that whole period was like the antichrist, the anti John the Baptist, preparing the way. Mm-hmm. For the Antichrist, mm-hmm. they had to have that kind of blanketing of our whole country in occultism, and these the blood rituals that went with it. Unfortunately, yes, yes, to empower the enemy to be where we're at now, we would have never dreamed we yeah. were we'd be where we're at now. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So that was the biggest takeaway for me.
0: I mean, one one of the things that we we have in common is that, um, uh, and I, I think I shared this with you the other day, that. I used to train police officers in child protection because I was a child child abuse investigator uh, years ago back in England. And I was at the police headquarters, training headquarters one day when when the uh, head of the training department said to me, do you know anything about ritualistic abuse? And I said, yes. I said, why are you asking? They said, well, I think we need a course on this because our police officers are coming across cases of ritualistic abuse more and more frequently. And uh, so, so could we put together a training program? And I said, well, th- th- there's an issue, first of all, before you can put a training program together. you calling it ritualistic abuse. Let me ask you this. Do your police officers believe in God? Well, she was stunned. I said, so, because if they believe in God, they'll believe in the devil. And if they believe in those two entities, as it were... They'll understand ritualistic abuse. Otherwise, it's just another case. That, that training never got off the ground because obviously we're down into spiritual things now and they couldn't quite see it. So now you, in, in, in that 30 years, that's a lot of years, Greg, um, and, and, and you were saying that you had about 250 um, investigators and so on. And because of the interference of government and other uh, news uh, news media, et cetera, you got down to five. Have you been able to rebuild that at all?
1: Well, we've got some young guns on the block that that have risen up in the last couple of years. Uh, a couple of really good young friends of mine uh, have a program, actually, YouTube channel called Through the Black. And they're not afraid to tackle any of these issues. And they're they were trained by kind of one of the old guard like me on these things and they take it very seriously so there are some people rising up and saying you know this isn't over yet because kids are still being abused young people are still getting caught up in the in, in the occult and they're not afraid to take that on so uh, I'm very glad for that we actually they did a video I hadn't even heard of these guys until a couple of years ago and they were doing a film called detestable which was testimonies of people who actually had gone through ritual abuse and they called me and asked me if I would consider being part of it. And, you know, at some point, you know, you kind of say, look, I gave it the office. <laughs> I want to go have a nice iced tea on the, on the porch and, you know, ponder my wasted youth. But it, I had to just think about it. I said, okay, well, God, if this is what you want. So they, we flew out to California and filmed a part of this film, which just this week uh, made it to Amazon Prime. Which is Oh, really? So I'm trying to up my life insurance policy. <laughs> and, um, Because it'll get the attention of the people who are in charge, because they were pretty convinced we were done. And all of a sudden, there's this other voice coming out of nowhere saying, no, we're not done. We're coming after you. Yeah, and you're back in the picture, as it were. Apparently so, yes. Yeah.
0: Has your life been threatened?
1: Many times. Many times. Yeah. Because of your stand against... Occultism, yes. so Yeah, and they've been somewhat, um, you know, I I got, it was a few years ago, just before one of the events we had, there was a phone call uh, on my phone saying, I'm going out tonight and I'm going to blow your brains out, just be ready. Oh my god. And the guy showed up and uh, he had a trench coat and kept reaching for his, uh, never had an open shot, but... You know, I mean, that was real. It's pretty mm-hmm. close. Had break-ins in my house. Yeah. Um, had a break-in one time. This was just weird. They just broke in. I was gone for two hours, and they put, like, 30, 40, 50 little red cat paw marks all over my carpeting. And, I, you know, my first reaction is not fear. My first reaction is, I hope it's washable because, you know, I don't want to replace the <laughs> carpeting. Then I took pictures, because nobody would believe it if they didn't see sure, it. Sure,
0: sure, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. At that point, it was probably just wanting them, them wanting to know they can, if they want to. Yeah. We hit up against the big boys at some point, I mean the real big boys, and things got real ugly and real messy. And I had to at some point go before God and say, I am totally convinced that without you, I'd be dead in a moment. Right. But I don't go until you say I go. Right. Like, tozer said yeah we're we are immortal yes so god's finished with yes. us so yes you know by yes. god's grace
0: <laughs> for the viewer's sake uh and and i don't want to take you where you can't go for obvious reasons but you use the term the big boys what are we talking about there
1: and we can go into this area another time of course but one of the things that happened to me in working a local case of an ex-police officer that was a pedophile, I started to look into that case and all of a sudden this door opened in investigation and understanding that there was an international pedophile ring that was going on that reached it up all the way into some of the highest realms of our government, including uh, the Bush 1 White House. And uh, that somebody actually was running a callboy ring out of Washington that had access to the White House and so it it, it, and and there are certain elements in government that part of their modus operandi if they want to operate is they will have they compromised government officials congressmen uh, senators by arranging special parties and bringing in children. Right and having these people engage sexual activity with children. I know it sounds believable, but this no, is the it, truth. Yeah, I know. And then go to the senator a month later and say, and give them the pictures and say, we just want you to know we're not going to do anything with these, but if we need you to do something, you're going to do everything we tell you to do, or all of this goes public, goes to your family, your life's ruined. So when we understood their are elements of our government, those were the big boys, and they know how to push back. You can't get bigger than that. Yeah. You can't get bigger, my goodness me, because that's some
0: serious influence, uh, you know, from the big boys, as it were. Um, that that's a tough one to tackle. Do do, yeah. do do you just walk away from that, or or do you find other ways to find your way into it, as it were?
1: Well, one of my good friends uh, down here at the station, frequently, I'm sure, if he sees us, he'll know I'm talking about him. And he, we were working these cases together. He says, "Don't you get tired of?" Just going after the little fish. Don't you want to get the big fish? I said, yeah, but I used to fish with my my godfather when I was a kid, and I realized something when I studied fishing later. If you get enough of the little fish out of the shallow water, those big fish will come in looking for food. and Then we can get them. So the best thing we could do is take away their their trade, take away their prey, take away their victims. Right,
0: right, right. Greg, we've got, I think, probably about maybe two minutes or so left. Um, I would like to continue this discussion in, in our next uh, program, if you wouldn't mind. Absolutely. Um, because you touched on another subject, and I think it's it's got to be all connected and related, and that was paedophilia. Um, and uh, th- th- this that's always been an area that I feel has, has while well, it's exposed in a sense... It's a bigger issue than we realise, I think. Um, I, and if you don't mind, I'd like to talk more about that Absolutely. because I'm sure in your thirty years of investigation, you've uncovered a lot of information that I think it would be good for the for the viewers to hear about, um, particularly in the times in which we live, yes. which I believe to be the end times. Uh, I believe we're we're coming to an end now. Um, that being the case, I do want to uh, point out the fact that this hourglass has got nothing to do with the length of the program. It speaks to the fact that we're living in the last days. It speaks to the fact that time is running out. It speaks to the fact that Jesus is coming back again very soon. You've heard some very interesting pointers in this particular uh, program and some of you watching may be victims of some of the things that Greg has spoken about today and I do use the word victims uh, uh, in in a very uh, determined way I think that and, and you may need help it may have stirred up something in you it may be that you've been searching for a way out of your situation and if that is the case please make contact with us. We can put you in touch with Greg and his ministry. He's had years and years of experience of dealing with this kind of issue, pedophilia, sexual abuse, occultism, all manner of things. There's so many subjects that we could cover that I know that he has worked in. Uh, And and if you are a victim of, of any of those things, if you are searching for a way out... If you feel trapped, if you are uh, being abused physically or sexually, uh, if it's domestic violence, whatever it is, please make contact with us. Let us find a way to help you. Let us talk to you about how we can uh, support you out of this situation. You know, God is our, our, our be-all and end-all. I, I, I think I could say it, put it that way. He can find the way out. And we can help you do that. We, we, this is something that, that we, we are interested in. It's something that we want to, to be able to offer you in terms of a service to this community. So please, please, make contact. Telephone, write, whatever it is, and we'll put you in touch with the right person to help you out. Thank you for watching The Bottom Line. It is The Bottom Line. People are in need in a desperate way let us be the ones to help you and don't forget what this means thank you for watching end times tv thank you for watching the bottom line god bless you but don't forget get in touch with us please thank you